Claire Bird, it is in front. Claire Bird out by about a body length. Duncan Scott's the challenge. Brendan Smith pushing up. Not sure that he can get there. Trying to hang on for the silver medal. Duncan Scott, a phenomenal swim in lane one. It's a Kiwi gold medal in a games record time. Well done to Lewis Claire Bird. 17 from 12, and he is one of our brightest young Olympic stars and a genuine red-hot chance for uh, next year in Paris. Obviously dominated the Commonwealth Games with some very fine efforts. And Lewis Kleber has been good enough to take a call into the SENZ, the show today. Morning, Lewis. How are you doing, man? Oh, I just don't quite have Lewis there. But I dare say I'll have him back in a second and we'll... we'll Try again. I think I've got you there, mate. How are you going? Hey, yeah, I can hear you. <laughs> okay, fantastic. Look, I'm not sure whether you, you heard my intro there, but I was just saying you're, you're one of our brightest young stars, you, especially in the pool where we've been waiting for a, um, look, a, a, I guess, a, a male swimmer to stand up and be able to show what we can do here and what we have done in other disciplines. And, and of course, we've had legends of the pool in, in years of Olympics gone by. Now, when this story popped up during the week, it was one that kind of really surprised me. And it's a bit of a strange one, to be honest. I can only imagine, though, this wasn't a, an overnight decision. And, and your, your decision to leave Wellington and move to Auckland for facilities and new opportunities must have taken a, a wee while to play out. So can you run us through the process? Yeah, so I guess over the years we have, you know, had our struggles of um, getting pool space and finding that environment that sort of is going to support performance. Um, and at the start of the year, we essentially came back from a camp um, and we came back to nothing. Like, it was nothing there. We, we were told that we had to swim um, with 14-year-old kids. <laughs> and um, that essentially forced the Swimming New Zealand and the council to develop, a, um, I guess, a contract that allowed um, us to have space pretty much whenever we, we wanted it or um, whenever we needed it. Um, and that worked pretty well. Although for me, like, it wasn't just the space that was the issue. It was then the, the environment that surrounded it. And I think, I mean, I'm not sure how, how it all played out within the council, but you know, on the front lines in the in the pool, we did face, you know, a few difficulties. And, I mean, I don't even know if we had the full public support of the pool. You know, it, it's, a, it's a huge facility and there's so many different users that use it. Um, and so it was like, an, I guess, an interest, interesting journey over the last year to, to try to figure out and find my place um, in that facility. Look, this seems insane to me that a superstar New Zealand athlete and this is a, a real kind of good lesson for everybody, and we get these from time to time about how different sports are treated and how different athletes have different journeys, and I'm sure you're pretty conscious of it, rubbing shoulders when you go to the Olympics and the Com Games with how other athletes have to find their way. But this seemed shocking to me and insane to me that someone of your stature who is as promising as a, a young athlete in a sport that globally matters as much as anything else was finding it this hard just to be able to fight, have an environment that you could be your best version of yourself. I mean, at any stage where you're just like, WTF is going on here, guys? Can I just have every opportunity? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, some, some days you were, I mean, you'd, you'd have that more, you know, more often than, than other days or whatever, you know. It, it definitely did feel like that sometimes. Um, 
but you know, I've always had a positive outlook on it. And um, I've always thought that um, the bouncer was doing the best for me in that situation that we're in. Um, but I guess I just got to the point where um, it was, it was really just distracting me too much from what I wanted to mm. do. And I knew that there was opportunities elsewhere that um, could give me, you know, that better environment and facility and um, yeah. So in, in your sport, seconds and time matters so much and every incremental gain, and I've followed your career and, and I've seen you talk about this before, every incremental gain matters so much, especially when you get to the point again. You know, we're talking the finest of margins to, you know, for, for moments that you, you only get a couple of shots at, right? So this mm. this move to, to Auckland, what do you think it's going to be able to do for your career? And are there some very tangible things that you can think of that will make a difference and hopefully should be able to propel you to the, the next stage in your career? Yeah, for sure. I mean, like you said, you know, sport and especially swimming, it is like we, it is such a technical sport. I mean, um, you know, we, we work down to every little thing. Like I've actually, you know, five minutes ago, just come back from a session with a breathing specialist to make, you know, to try and prove how efficient I breathe, you know, like that, that that's the sort of margins with, that we're working with. And um, for me, the move to Auckland it's really working on the environment. You know, I'm going to be surrounded by professional athletes and just rubbing shoulders with other people that uh, maybe not even doing the same sport as me, but they're searching for the same goals and they're on the same journey as me helps inspire you, right? Like for me in Wellington, like I'm the only one that, mm. um, I'm the only Olympian essentially. So just being able to rub those shoulders, have the the people up there that understand sport, I think that's also the important thing, right? Like in Wellington, um, I don't know what it is, but sport maybe isn't respected as much um, in that facility as say in Auckland, like people really want to help and want, want to see, want to see you succeed. Um, especially, you know, in the, the AUT millennium, it's just like a performance hub. Fascinating, yeah, like really interesting to hear, hear your lived experiences there, Lewis. And um, what, what about the coaching side of it? I, I've just do, I've read what everyone else has read and know as much as everyone else, and it kind of seems like you're dipping into the unknown a bit there. But, uh, well, let's hear it from the horse's mouth. Like, how much does that matter? How imperative is it for you to find a coach ASAP? What are you looking for? How does that process play out? Yeah, it definitely is uh, pretty important. Um, you know, we're not like a, I guess, I don't know other sports, but like a runner that doesn't hugely rely on um, a coach, you know, on the day-to-day stuff. We rely heavily on the coach to set the culture, um, to set the training schedule, to set the plan. So we, that is an important aspect. And, you know, I pretty much have given myself two weeks to walk into a program, um, you know, that will set me in and create, start creating that plan for me. Um I do have a lot of trust that I will be able to find that. And there are people out there. I mean, I've already been talking to them, obviously, like we're, we're sort of, I'm at the point where I'm, I've pretty much got a, a decision to, that that's ready. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's, it's sad that I have to leave my coach, Gary, you know, he's got family here. Um, we've done everything together. He's, he's the guy that brought me from nothing to something. Um, mm. And we've been through the highs and the lows. So, it is, it is quite sad leaving him. 
Yeah, no, and I think that's come through. And he, it, look, the love that that guy has for you, and, and vice versa, and, and your career, and what you guys have built together. It's, but you know, uh, evolution happens and takes place. And um, I, I know he'll he'll well from reading what I've read, it sounds like he'll just be as proud for you and just wants you to finish your, what you guys have started together. So uh, it's an interesting story, as I said, man. Just quite lastly, before I let you crack on with your day, where's the confidence levels with you that you can go to a new level next year just can you give us something to be excited for because as i said i think you're you're just on the radar now as you know one of these kiwi athletes that we're we're pretty pretty fired up about so how are you tracking really well um and you said fired up and that's been my motivation since you know i i went to world this year and i didn't i didn't compete as well as i i thought i should have um, and I came back that, back home from Japan this year and had a new sense of motivation and competitive drive to really just want to swim fast. And I'm excited, right? Like, pe- people might think this is a, a really sad way to, you know, end the journey or whatever. This is, this is the start for me. This is a time where I've never felt this sort of motivation and dedication and time to put into, you know, my sport of swimming, um, that I sort of feel unstoppable. Um, and, and it was a shame that, you know, this is a distraction, but this is in no way, um, stopping the steam train from going ahead. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I'm going to go and run through some brick walls. So that's great. You've, you've got, got me going. Awesome to chat, mate. Congratulations on the next step, I guess, then. Um, you're in a really good place by the sounds, and we'll, we'll follow your progress and talk again soon, no doubt. Yes, yeah, cheers. Thank you very much for the call. There you go. Lewis Klebert, superstar. Watch this space with that guy. How can you not love that mentality? Not sad. Next step. Fired up. Let's just swim fast. Get it done. There's a bit of that. There's a bit of that Marcus Stoinis energy from earlier in the show, if you remember that. Absolutely love it. Star in the making, if not already. Six away from 12. SENZ always delivers on weekends, especially on the mail run, 8 to 10 Saturdays. With Louis.